Hi, this is Linda Burton. Uh, and this is uh, Joseph Burton. With Generation and Generation. Yes. Today we're going to talk about, I like saying monkey see monkey do. Do you know why? Okay. Because why? what we do, our kids model. They, they do the same thing. So it's not just saying, don't do this. And they see us do it. It's we're not doing it and saying. Yeah, especially with you, you got your um, you got your your kids that are under one, like nine, ten, and they they just starting to talk. Mm -hmm. So you can, if you got a if you got a habit of saying something, like woo, <laughs> the child will do the same. And the child gonna start doing woo in their own little quick, cute little way. Mm -hmm. And and um, outside of dad, dad. And I don't know how a little one would say mommy, but they learn how to say no because that's what we're saying to mm -hmm. them. You're buying oh, too yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> too much to learn how to say no. Yeah, because they hear us say it. So they model what they see. Um, and it's important to model what you want. And that takes some thinking about because sometimes we forget that we're kind of under a microscope because our children are watching us at all times i'm i'm thinking about the joke that um i've heard several times when um a bill collector calls a mom says you know tells the child to pick up the phone and tell the the child to tell them I'm not home. And the child will say to the creditor, my mommy says she's not home. <laughs> <laughs> so they model what they, they, they see because mm -hmm. we are their first example. And it's important to uh, exemplify what you want in your children. So if you want your children to be honest, we have to be honest. Um, and it, really kind of keeps us on our toes at all times because they're they're always watching you know because they're curious they're at that stage where they're very curious and so they want to know why you're doing something and and those will be their questions mommy why mommy why you know if they see um if they see a parent upset especially if it's a a female and, and little boys do it too. If they see a mom cry or a dad sad, they pick that up and they'll come to you and do this. Mommy, are you okay? Or daddy, what's wrong? Because they see and they experience what is in front of them. So we're, it's, it's like we have to um, remember that our kids are watching us at all times, you know? They'll even ask you questions. Mommy, why did that person do that? Mommy, what's wrong with that man? Yeah. You know, if they see someone uh, scream in public or uh, use profanity and, you know, they'll say, well, that man said a bad word. And those are opportunities to teach them um, what's acceptable in the home and what's not because mm -hmm. kids will just pick up what they what they see in front of them they will they that's true because i remember when my uh, uh javon actually when he was younger because i was a video gamer mm -hmm. right? so i introduced them to video games and whatnot 
And then I end up playing this one game that was my favorite, and it was it's a shooting game, so you shoot bad guys. Mm. So I think he was about uh, six. I think he was about six years old. So I'm, I'm there playing my video game on the computer. And of course, he's used to playing games, so he's watching me play. And then uh, he said something that kind of startled me. He said, shoot him dead, daddy, shoot him dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, At six. Yeah. And that moved my spirit. So I put down video games or those kind of video games down for a few years mm -hmm. uh, until he got older. So I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I listened to the, the voice or my spirit inside of me because I don't know what, how he would have turned out mm. all these years later. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, was, it was really striking, really, really striking. Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, it's a computer game, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it didn't look real, but those words were real. Mm -hmm. Got right. it. Got yeah. it. And the concepts come across as being real. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can you can really become numb to the fact that right. uh, you're actually destroying a life or destroying a person, and there's a family that's going to go without someone. Yeah. You can become numb to that whole mm -hmm. concept, that, mm -hmm. you know, just through some of the, the games that are, are, if you hang in them games long enough, you can just become numb to, to, the, to the reality of loss from, from being shot or death yeah. itself. Uh -huh. And it's um, disturbing that not just video games, but a lot of entertainment um, you know, I, I'm dating myself, but years ago, if someone got shot, they would grab their, you know, grab most of the time because it was upper body, you know, in the chest, they would grab themselves and they would fall down. Now it's become so graphic. Um, you know, people are, you know, there's some movies where a person is not shot once, but shot multiple times. And then there's um, ways that we become, um, I want to use the word nullify. I don't know if that's... Nullified or... Desensitized. Desensitized? Desensitized, yeah. Him, that, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and we don't want because that that almost becomes a person's reality if they see it often enough, they'll think, well, they just okay, so they died because they're not they haven't been maybe acquainted with death yet, so they don't know the pain that's caused from the loss of of a, a another human being. Um, and they just cast it off as, oh, that's just a game. But if we, because I, I me personally, I think some, the games are um, hypnotizing. You know, you can get so entrenched in that, that you just, it's, it's almost like you turn off your brain. You're not thinking anymore. You're just, you're just going through the motions. You're just, you know, getting this one, getting this one, getting this one. And I've seen some games, not that I was looking for it, but I've seen some games where the blood, you know, even though it's animated, the blood splatters. And I'm like, wow. So 
um, we've got to be careful what we expose our children to. Because what we expose them to, especially for long periods of time, can become part of who they are. Wow. You know, where, you know, so what the, the cat died, you know, so what? I think our reaction has a big part too. Have you noticed when a child falls, they look at the parents and see if they're going to cry or not? <laughs> yeah. and you say, oh, it's okay, or clap, or our niece came, and we clapped instead and said, yay, I don't know why, but she just started clapping, yay, and then and then if if she, if she we don't, and go, oh, then she'll cry. Yeah. You know? Okay. They fall down, they fall down, they look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you go, oh. Then they start crying. You gotta. Yeah, here come the tears. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know why they do that. I don't know why kids do that. Look at you. Oh uh, yeah, because they're taking cues from you. Right, right. You know, and and that that is, uh, you know, even all basically through the young life and even into the into early teens, they're taking cues from from mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. or or if it's not the parents, they're taking cues from somebody. Or somewhere, or somewhere, right. and, and uh, so it's 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 really important for us, you know, to to uh, model a good behavior, mm -hmm. or, or acceptable behavior, behavior that's going to get them through uh, the uh, world that they're going to live in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you know. So we want them um, also to develop empathy, to develop kindness to develop good manners, to develop um, things that we as, as adults feel are important. You know, like when we teach a child, when they're very young to say thank you, they say it because we said it. Mm -hmm. We say, say thank you, but they don't really understand the meaning behind thank you mm -hmm. or that why. or why. I, I, you know, when we say thank you, we're telling someone I appreciate what you've done or appreciate what you said mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But a child just does it because the parent says to do it. Um, and so they need to see us model why we're thankful because it it's, it's, um, it's, uh, oh gosh, the word just escaped me. It's not, it's intangible mm -hmm. saying thank you. Uh, being mannerable, those are intangible things. So when a child says that, they're saying it because the parent asked them to say it. But if we model when someone gives us something, you know, even within the home, if a if a if a mom gives the dad food at the table and the dad says thank you, um, then the child learns to begin to say thank you. You know, anytime that they do anything um, we say to them, thank you. And then it starts to connect their mm -hmm. cognitive level of understanding begins to connect as they get older and as they grow. We do it without realizing it though. Mm -hmm. Because our biggest thing, now that you said that, is greet the person when you walk in a room. Say mm -hmm. hi. Don't just walk in a room. Even if you come home and we have company, you have just a couple of minutes before we say you didn't say hi. <laughs> Even to this day, we still do that. Did you speak to so and so? You know, like they really have to greet that person. Mm -hmm. so we still we do that, and they're grown, and we still like catch ourselves like. Well, because it's rude not to speak 
Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you're walking right past them. Yeah, it, um, it, it is is rude and, and it can be a sign of just a a a form of disrespect. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so what we're doing is modeling what respect looks like and what uh, you know, not being rude or kind, what it what it looks like, manners. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but the, the, the other thing that goes along with modeling <clears throat> is having uh, meetings, like family meetings, where you actually come together and talk about why we do what we do. Because mm-hmm. your children need to understand that there's value behind what you do. Mm-hmm. And they start to learn what value is from, from the parents. Mm-hmm. And how to, um, how mm-hmm. to have courage, mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. create a sense of um, being thankful, grateful, mm-hmm. um, being giving not just empathy but sympathy you know when a you know a puppy dies or a goldfish dies and the child is attached to it um that child might be very upset and so as and and i think sometimes parents forget this if you can establish if the child is sad then you're sad because that is your child and so you would say, oh, Mr. Goldie, you know, mm-hmm. went to fish somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fish found another home or uh, however you do that. So they take their cues from us and, and we don't realize that. One of the things that we've said in our couple coaching what type of environment was your mate raised in for some families they they don't they don't get up close to one another and talk they talk across the room and so they raise their voice and they learn to holler you know get in the house rather than going to get the child and asking the child okay come in it's time for dinner you know um and sometimes they get into a battle like, why are you screaming at me? And that person will say, I'm not screaming. I'm just talking. Well, why are you talking so loud? I didn't know I was loud. Mm-hmm. So people model from those that are their first, um, their first impression of how to conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to know w- when you when you come together, who that person really is, and and it, is this going to be a problem? You know, um, somebody can say, "Well, I grew up in a house where you know my dad used uh, a belt or my dad used a paddle or whatever," and that other person will say, "Well, wait a minute, why do we have to use um, corporal punishment? Can we just get?" to the child's level. And this is the most effective way that they've shown um, in studies is to get low where you could look that child eyeball to eyeball and tell them why you're disappointed in um, their behavior, why it's not okay to do certain things. So like I said, they're watching us. It's like being on television 24 seven. And it can be exhausting. Yeah, I remember this commercial. Uh, it was um, this dad that um, 
I think he found a spider in the house or something. Mm. And instead of killing the spider, he he caught the spider and his daughter was watching, right? And I think he did it in front of her. I can't remember the commercial exactly, but anyway, he got the spider and just released it outside, right? Mm. And then uh, the next scene or kind of foreshadowed the next scene, the daughter was in the military. Mm-hmm. And then it talked about, because she had guns and stuff, so it talked about, the message was the sanctity of life. So mm-hmm. since the father showed, chose life, even for that spider, mm-hmm. I know, I mean, ugh, I don't like spiders, but anyway, since he showed me, it, 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 um, it caused her to value life a little bit. It caused her not to become callous being a soldier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the military. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I forgot the transition of the message, but it was a message. The message boiled down to since the father was a short, it chose life and some of the things that he did mm-hmm. throughout her childhood that kind of impacted and inflected, uh, uh, and uh, not impacted, well, impacted, but she remembered reflected on her to be a little bit more kind and stuff, even though she has a gun, mm-hmm. even though she's a soldier. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't remember the exact message, but it was something to that effect. And I, I really think, Joe, that, that is, that's a part of the socialization uh, for the society in which our children are gonna live in. If they get the wrong socialization, uh, it, it becomes a real problem. Yeah. It can it, it can go south yeah, on it can you. go south real fast, uh, and and so like let's let's go back just the real simple one, uh, say thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the child is saying thank you. First of all, they're doing it because you're telling them to do it, mm-hmm. but then they do what they see you do, mm-hmm. but they still don't know why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so it's really important to have these meetings, to to attach a definition to or a reason to why we do this mm-hmm. and attach value to it mm-hmm. you know uh so we do this because in our family we appreciate one another when they do something mm-hmm. for us definition we and then then attach value we value or we appreciate or we think it's important to say to someone that's doing something for mm-hmm. you that we appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and and that's mm-hmm. that's very simplistic in its nature, mm-hmm. but um, to give it a real, a real tangible effect, I would say even at the table, when we're passing, someone could say, could you pass the rolls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they pass the rolls, you say, thank you. because. Mm-hmm like I said, they're taking their cues from us as adults. And so it's it's little simple things like that when they start to make the connection. Oh, so the value of saying thank you is being appreciative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're very small, they mm-hmm. don't understand appreciation. No, they're just following you. They're just following you. Mm-hmm. But as they grow and get older, they'll learn the value of doing things on that level, mm-hmm. you know, when they get to kindergarten and, um, you know, the teacher says, pass the the books or p- 
pass the coloring sheets or whatever to the person behind you. And, 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 and the teacher, a, a good teacher, and not saying that they're not, you know, good at this, but a lot of teachers will also teach the things that are being taught in the home. Like let's use our manners, uh, let's use our words, not our bodies, you know, um, and, and kids will start, they'll start connecting the dots, if you will, if it's done enough times, not just in the home, but maybe when they get to school or maybe when there's a family gathering and the family the, the, you know, the, the extended family is doing the same thing, then it'll start making sense to them. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is how you say to someone that you appreciate or you like, they may not understand the word appreciate, but that you like what they just did. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we say, thank you. Mm -hmm. and, and so as you, as you, as you develop an identity for your family, mm -hmm. that's part of the, the, why we have meetings. Our family meetings because what we have what we're doing is transferring to our children our identity so they know who they are mm -hmm. they know who they are as part of our family mm -hmm. you are a such and such a you are a burton you're part of mm -hmm. this family mm -hmm. and and so as we identify who we are and our children start to learn who they are mm -hmm. they also begin to learn what is valuable to us, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to us as a family, what is valuable to us. And the, I see, because the opposite of being appreciative is taking people for granted. Right, right. So, so there's a lot of people running around and just take things for granted, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and that creates all kinds of issues, you, you know, and, and so it's really important for our kids to grow up and learn. So now, now that you have, you have given them a model of a, of a behavior. Uh, say, we say, thank you. Then we tell them, you say, thank you. Mm -hmm. And then we explain and give them definition. What does that mean? Okay. It means I appreciate you. Why do I appreciate you? Because in our family, we value what other people do for us. Mm -hmm. So now I've given you a definition and an identity and giving you value to it. And then you place a rule. This is the rule in our family because mm -hmm. the rule connects to the value. So, so all of our family rules should connect to values that mm -hmm. we have as a family. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. I, I no. think what helps is when you're around other family or other friends that have the same value. Mm -hmm. Because while you were saying that, I remember as a kid, we didn't have a curfew time. We had a curfew light word. <laughs> we knew in our neighborhood, you better come on, you better be home in the house before the street light come on. Street light. <laughs> we doing outside. We could be playing ball. We could be, you know, I don't care whose turn it is to bat or kick the ball. If you start seeing that light flicker, it's over. <laughs> It was, we didn't have to discuss it, you know what I mean? And then, of course, if there's there's going to be one kid that don't have that rule, but majority, at least on where we lived at, everybody had that rule, but one mm -hmm. person, you know, and they're looking around like, where y'all go? It's going on. <laughs> but at the point that they picked up that value without even realizing it, they start doing it too, because 
they would have been outside by themselves, you know? <laughs> something we didn't even think of until the one person was like, what's going on? It was like, it just, it flickered. You didn't see it? <laughs> <laughs> that means it's time to head home. <laughs> you you had that rule too? <laughs> that rule was back when I, in our day. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't be outside in the dark. <laughs> only, only bad, only bad girls would be outside when it's dark. And I didn't want to be a bad girl. And I was thinking um, when you were talking mm -hmm. about in our family, if you attach the name of your family, mm -hmm. that gives an added sense of pride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, attaching the your name to what you expect of your family like in uh, for my husband his father would say flowers men do this and it gives the the child a sense of pride mm -hmm. i'm a flowers mm -hmm. and because i'm a flowers this is what i do so when children are tempted or egged on by somebody else to do something that they know they shouldn't do they can have a sense of um we don't do that in my family i'm a so-and-so and we don't do that in our family so it attaches value mm -hmm. to who they are mm -hmm. and kids once they understand who they are the bullying is something that just doesn't sting as much mm -hmm. because you know who you are. Your mother has told you who you are. Your dad has told you are. Like you said, your dad used to always tell you um, you were his baby girl or whatever he used to say. And um, he treated you like a little princess. And, 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 and so your confidence level and your self-esteem is very high. I'm a Medina girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and and, and when and when kids right. get the sense of ownership, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. very powerful. Mm -hmm. If we tell them you are a Burton, mm -hmm. Burton men do this. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Medina women do this. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. flowers men do this. Whatever that looks mm -hmm. like so that it gives you a sense of hmm i don't have to do what everybody else is doing because i don't need to prove myself yeah. and when kids get a certain age it's all about come on man come on you know don't be a chicken i'm not a chicken i'm a i'm a medina mm -hmm. i'm a burton mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so attaching value and pride mm -hmm. to that name mm -hmm. I, I think that's a component that's missing in parenting because parents don't know how how valuable that is yeah. to give their child ownership mm -hmm. in the family. You know, they might be three or four or five, but you start telling them you're a Medina or you're a Burton mm -hmm. or you're a Flowers, whatever mm -hmm. that looks like, mm -hmm. that child will begin to say, hey, you know, they, they our name is important. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. value mm -hmm. they attach value to it so that when they're egged on by their by their peers early on they can say no and feel good about it walking away from temptation and walking away from not doing certain things because they know who they are mm -hmm. and i don't have to prove anything mm -hmm. to anyone so 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 now that i have my identity 
because I know I know who I am, mm -hmm. and I know that my identity is valuable. Right. I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to prove. I don't have to identify with you if you're doing something crazy. Right. I don't have to. I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can resist you because I know I'm valuable. Mm -hmm. I don't have to prove my value to you because my value has been determined and set in motion mm -hmm. by our family mm -hmm. who had these meetings and they talked about. And remember now, it always starts, the bottom line of all of this that we're talking about starts with modeling. Because that don't work if we don't model. <laughs> you, you know, and so it's, it's modeling behavior and then, and then introducing what we model to our children, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and then telling them why we do it or mm -hmm. identifying that and attaching the value of it to, to, to it so that they know that this is valuable and taking that value and attaching that value to our identity. Mm -hmm. We, this family uh, appreciates this. We do this. This is valuable to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now that you, now you begin to get that, here is the rule. We say, thank you. We say thank you because we value when a person does something. Mm -hmm. Or we say, I'm sorry, when we've made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we attach our name to it. Mm -hmm. You attach your name to it. So your child has a sense of, I'm a, a, a burden, or I'm a flowers, or I'm a, a whatever I am. That, and that's, that is valuable. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have value. And I have identity. I'm not looking for an identity. I have an identity. Mm -hmm. And I think in today's culture, everyone wants to be known. And so, um, you know, sometimes uh, some entertainers, we don't know them by their full name. We just know them by their one name or two letters, you know, Jay-Z. I don't even know the man's first name. <laughs> But if I say it, everyone would know who I was talking about. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, there, there's um, ways in which we identify ourselves because we've branded ourselves. And so mm -hmm. we um, want to brand our children so that they feel very confident in going, going into a situation where they might be questioned about why they believe what they believe. Mm -hmm. You know, um, otherwise the the bad guys win you know kids get sucked into games because there's an identity there you know you 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 know and and it's crazy because they they get beat down just to that's the initiation and you know because they don't want you to punk out and so that's what they do and we that would be the last thing we would want for our kids to get beat down to become identified with something that's negative. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, you know, they have, they've lost the sense of value. They've reinterpreted value mm -hmm. as, uh, you know, financial gain. They think value has to do with power, all right. those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And, and that just gets them toe up from the floor and make them make and they, they start to make bad choices and mm -hmm. those choices come with consequences and that affects their lives mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a passage of scripture that i want to read um it's from first john the um 
third chapter in the 18th verse, and it says, dear children, let us stop just saying we love each other. Let us really show it by our actions. Mm -hmm. So we can't just say things and there be, there be no modeling behind it. Mm -hmm. Whatever we say, we need to actually do what we say, you know, mm -hmm. tell them mom's not home you know, answering, answering the, you know, the, the bill collector, tell them mommy's not home. And the kid is just going to repeat what you said to them. And then why would you be angry with them? They're just saying what you told them. They don't understand trickery and they don't understand uh, falsehood and, and trying to get over on somebody. They don't understand that. That's, that's learned behavior, but it's not the right behavior. So what we want for our kids, it's important to model it more than anything. But even when they get older and do know and say it the right way, the parent is still teaching them it's okay to lie to mm. for this reason. Yeah, because that's what that's doing. That's, that's saying it's okay to lie. Mm, that, that particular example, it's okay to tell them mommy's not home. That's that's teaching them how to lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and yeah, in that scenario too, then um, the kids, it, it becomes a part of their nature. They don't see anything wrong in it. Because mom said. Right. And yeah. I can imagine they're 18, 19, 20 years old. Uh, I have met people like that in my life. Mm -hmm. They just don't have a concept. Mm -hmm. like, that they did something wrong to you. Yeah. Right, right. They've normalized it and don't think nothing's wrong with it. Yeah. Why am I, why, why are you doing this? Why, you know, and so now they don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, you should put the parent in jail instead of the child. <laughs> they didn't That's do their job. And, and you know what? <laughs> you know, I, I'm so glad and I really appreciate the fact that you and um, Linda have given us this platform because. We, you know, and, and all of us, I'm sure you guys have witnessed this too. Some parents have not taught their children. You can just tell, you can just tell. There has been no real parenting modeled for them. So they're doing the same thing that was done for, you know, as, as a child to them. Because parenting, the only manual that we really have for parenting is the Bible. I mean, you know, this is this is um, this is um, a curriculum called family wellness, but it's it they have they have the 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 version that's non-Christian, but then they have a version that is Christian. So when you look at how to parent or how to do relationships, it always goes back to scripture, to doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so like, uh, you know, we just used an example. We used the example earlier about just saying thank you. But what, what about a little bit more uh, important example, like uh, your word needs to mean something, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as, as we start to develop even more and get in, into more important things. Like character. Like character. Mm -hmm. uh, the same thing applies. Uh, the example, and then you you giving them the, the, the instruction to do this, and then you're attaching value to why you're doing it, mm -hmm. giving it definition, attaching value to it, and then giving it identity mm -hmm. and saying, we do this 
because our name is such and such and your name is too and this is our rule in this family mm -hmm. you, you mm -hmm. know and and that that it, it becomes so important for a child to grow up in in strong values and and real strong identity mm -hmm. because that's what's going to really be pulled out pulled and tested as they start to go to school mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. their identity and their value that's what's going to get tested mm -hmm. so, yeah. I want to go back to, so okay so words then because i'm thinking <clears throat> i'm thinking are there any empty words i'm thinking i mean i don't know i'm trying to develop this out is there such a thing as no empty words? Like all words have some kind of weight to it, right? And, and the reason I'm thinking about that because Jesus said uh, for every idle word that comes out of your mouth, you will give an account. So even if somebody says those are empty words or your words don't really mean anything, mm -hmm. they actually do. Like every word that we say, mm -hmm. you know, does it have some, has some kind of weight even if we don't feel it, or even if it doesn't do anything to us, there's weight still to it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can tear a person down with your words. Yes. You know, yes. have you ever, okay, not just the example of a child, but have you ever scolded a dog and that dog's head goes down? Yeah. Because of the, the sound in our voice that that dog's head goes down because they now understand I've done something that my um, my owner didn't like. They can tell not just from our words, but from the tone and maybe even the volume. Same holds true for our children. When we say the wrong thing or say something that is hurtful, the child's eyes can all of a sudden become filled with tears. And all we're using are words, but those words have weight to them. And, and, and it's important that we teach our children how important words are, that you just don't say anything to anybody. You know, you respect you respect your elders, you know, not just your elders, because they'll think, okay, old people, I need to respect old people. No, respect people. So when they see us do that, they're going to do it. Why? Because we're modeling it. And it's important to model what we want, not what we don't want. And that those are some of the things that successful families do. And we all would like to think that we're successful, that we're doing the very best job. But I know that there are some families and you know they may be listening to this broadcast where they just didn't have the model. It wasn't there for them. And they decided, I wanna do my family differently. There's something, uh, there's some things that I just don't want to be part of my family. I'm, I'm, I decide not to use profanity. You know, maybe they they heard profanity all growing up, you know, not just in the immediate family, but also in the extended family. And so we think that's the norm, but it's not. So to, to teach, some things will be caught before they'll be taught. And so the things that kids catch from us doing something 
it's it it becomes very powerful when we're not just saying it, but we're actually doing it. And that's where modeling comes in. Yeah, our, our words, uh, like like Joe was saying too, our, our words, even idle words, all mean something. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, out of the, scripture tells us out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth the speaks. Mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. And so words are an indication of what's in our heart. Mm -hmm. we, we don't, may not even be thinking about it, but it's coming out of our mouth. That means it's coming from our heart. Mm -hmm. Okay, we may mm -hmm. articulate it with our mind, but the will to say it came from the heart. Right. And that is the judgment of the will to do or say what we let out. Mm -hmm. We don't have to say it. We chose to say it. And and uh, they remember the old saying, sticks and stones break my bones, but words will never. That's one of the biggest lies ever told. <laughs> <laughs> Words hurt. Yes, they do. Words hurt. They break people's spirit. Yeah, and they can bruise you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the point where you you don't even believe in yourself anymore. You don't think that you have value. And a lot of um, people have been verbally abused where their self-esteem is so low you can scrape it with mm -hmm. a spoon because mm -hmm. it's at the at the you know on the floor. So what we say carries a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. And as parents, um, being a model of what you want in your child, you, you, you don't sit back and, oh, I hope they do this. And I hope, hoping and wishing and dreaming. And there's, you know, there's nothing in that. Actually doing what you want from your children is what we'll get from our children. If we do it in a way where they can grasp the meaning behind it, not just saying, say thank you, but actually they understand the meaning behind thank you or the meaning behind, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to say that. I shouldn't have said that. How do they find that out? When mom and dad may have a, a difference of opinion and you openly um, apologize to one another in front of the child. And, and I've heard parents say, um, we never fought in front of our children. And, and that's good. But at the same time, children need to see real life. Mm -hmm. You know, dad got on my nerves. Mom got on my nerves. Or mom didn't cook my favorite peach cup. Oh, why did I use that as an example? <laughs> I want. I, I asked mom for a peach cobbler. Mom didn't cook the peach cobbler, so now I'm I'm upset with her. I'm angry because I didn't get my peach cobbler. Um, the kids need to see see real life, and holding withholding from them real life, they'll think that um, being married to someone is a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale. You know, as good as our marriage is, we still are at odds with one another every what? now what? and then, what? every now and then. But then we come back and we know that either our silence or our lack of, you know, wanting to be close is not good for us. So we easily come mm -hmm. back and, you know, you know, whatever it was, we apologize or say that, you know, that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. Children need to see that as well. Mm -hmm. They need to see the life. S simple I'm sorry is the beginning of learning responsibility and mm -hmm. accountability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so in our meetings, we say I'm sorry. 
uh, in our families, when we do something that we shouldn't have done or something that didn't work like we thought it would, mm -hmm. we say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we attach a meaning to that. Why? Mm -hmm. What does I'm sorry mean? It mm -hmm. means I'm making myself accountable for something I did that didn't work right. Right, right. And the value behind that is your relationship. You are more important to me than just letting it go and not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And the courage to speak up and, and mm -hmm. say when we've done something wrong or when we've um, not just said something wrong, but did something wrong. You know, mommy raised her voice at daddy or daddy raised his voice at mommy. Um, you know, that's what those family meetings are. So that's why mm -hmm. they're so important mm -hmm. because kids need to come together. And, and, and it's like being in school. Yes, you're going to school, but every now and then the teacher needs to remind you why you're in school because mm -hmm. you want to learn, because you want to graduate, because you want that, you know, you want that uh, diploma or you want that degree. You know, we all have reasons why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to know the reasoning behind why, but also we that's important in families. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you have meetings, you model behavior, you have meetings, and in your meetings, you always make your meetings fun, fun to come to. So you, mm -hmm. you might have, every time we have a family meeting, we have pizza and Kool-Aid or soda, whatever that <laughs> looks like. You know, so the kids are excited about coming to the meeting. Oh, no, not another meeting. No, we want to make it fun. Right. You, you know, because a, a meeting that they already turned off to, they don't learn nothing from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so those are kind of things Linda modeling opens the door for, um, you know, and, and of course we, we've kept this fairly light, but if you went into something like love, love can really get deep. I mean, it can really get heavy. Uh, in our family, we don't just say we love one another. We show it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's valuable. It's important important to demonstrate and not just say something without mm -hmm. without something behind it because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. while empty words are judgeable empty words do show character they may be empty but they're still judgeable but they judgeable? i guess that's a word I don't know. <laughs> judgmental <laughs> well god's gonna judge them Put it, put it, put it that way. <laughs> okay. But the other side of that is they do indicate character. Mm -hmm. If I'm saying words that I know don't intend to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's an indication of who I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And so our kids need to understand our word needs to mean something. Mm -hmm. I think we, we showed that without realizing it too. Because I always, you know, how kids get in the car from school or mm -hmm. when you first meet them, how's your day? And they're every now and then you will have a bad day. And you just don't think about how, how their day is. You know, you're just trying to like get home, cook dinner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you don't make it. And, and I remember going through a day like that, just like, you know, and I didn't ask my son. And all of a sudden he goes, So, mom. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, wow wow yeah 
So, so every time I, you know, like I always did it. And the one time it was just like, just a heavy day, you know, just mm -hmm. like one of those days. So then he started doing it, you know, and he picks up that habit and mm -hmm. he did it the way I do it. It's not just asking, it's mm -hmm. waiting for a respond and responding, oh, and, and repeat something or let them know you heard them or mm -hmm. you know, relate with them. So mm -hmm. good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's big, that's a that's a start of uh, or an indication of empathy. I'm trying to get what it's like to be you. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So all of those social skills help children when they grow up to to deal with a a fishbowl of all kinds of people in the world mm -hmm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. they got to stay here in the world with. Right, right. <laughs> um, I I was thinking too. And um, uh, I well, parents would would model this, but also it would be maybe even um, thought of to be discussed in um, the family meetings. To you know, if the boys are older, if they're if they're old, you know, the brothers are the oldest. You look out for your sister. You don't you don't let anyone uh, come around. Uh, try to bully her or make fun of her or anything, you step in. And again, this is where your family name is tied in. Um, you know, and they might, oh, oh, you just, you're a sissy, you know, you're taking up for your sister. No, I'm a so-and-so and my sister matters to me and walk away. Mm -hmm. So attaching that name, um, it, it, it adds value mm -hmm. to who they are as a person mm -hmm. and to have character and to have courage and the things that really matter as they grow and develop and move away. Mm -hmm. You know, um, um, my husband, and, and I'm sure it's the same with you, Joe, um, if he sees someone struggling, an older woman or an older man, he always addresses them as sir or ma'am, you know, showing respect. That's another thing that we want our children to learn is to respect mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. and to respect themselves so that they don't, um, so they, they don't get sucked into doing things that somebody said, oh, you're just a punk, you're a sissy or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, I'm a flowers and walk away it's one of the things that i teach in parenting is your child needs to know who they are and they need to be almost indoctrinated into who they are so that when someone tries to egg them into doing something that they don't really feel good about they can feel good about the fact that i this is who i am and I don't have to engage in that kind of activity. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be lured into. Um, we uh, don't do this. Yeah, we don't do this. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do this because I know who I am. Mm -hmm. So attaching that name means a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. It's tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it oh, is. yeah. It is. I, I, I think even. Today it's probably even tougher, uh, Joe, as uh, families are single parent families now, uh, and that gets more and more and more and more more single family parents, uh, and and the fact that the absence of the father in the home, for whatever those reasons are, 
mm -hmm. uh, there it 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 becomes really really hard for kids. Uh, it's hard for them to to find identity uh, mm. and 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 value in 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 truth or things that are important. They just they they tend to because they don't have family ties. They tend to group with each other, mm -hmm. and they have mm -hmm. group ties. And those group ties are most quite often based off of feelings and not value. Mm -hmm. Their their values are coming from feelings and not truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you know, and that 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 ooh, that that's rough there. That can get ugly. Yeah, that's, you in a car, you in a car going 100 miles an hour on the freeway, going the wrong way with a blindfold on. You're just waiting. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> you you know. Yeah, it isn't. That's an accident going fast to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Not if it happens. Mm. Going mm. to happen. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, good stuff. Um, any last, uh, you know, questions that you want to ask or anything else you want to say? This has been good as always. Um, so we titled this one, oh, monkey see, monkey do? Is that what it's <laughs> no. going to be? Is that what we're titling it? Kathy, what is the title? What did you, what did you say? What did you say? Um, I think it was powerful parenting. Powerful parenting, okay. Uh-huh. So you can put monkey see, monkey do in your description. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Powerful parenting. Because as parents, you do have power. You're right. Yeah. And um, if we do it the way that our our kids need us to do it, we will have done a good job. There's nothing worse than a, a parent. Um, asking themselves before that child leaves home officially, you know, or gets of age um, where they're crossing over uh, to ask themselves, did we teach them everything that we should have or could have? You know, did we, did we teach them enough? Did we, did we, and, and I'm sure even after parents do as much as they can, they'll always have those questions. I wished we had more time because time just it, it it's gone before you know it and you know you your baby was a baby and now your baby's not that high your baby is maybe looking over you you know <laughs> where they can kiss you on the top of your forehead <laughs> Talk, talking about oh mom <laughs> yeah I remember, I remember saying uh or what well, i remember saying man be glad these kids grow up but it's like, you know what, you, you don't know, you know, I didn't know, I didn't realize what I was really saying. There's a lot to that. Because mm -hmm. one, if they get older, I get older. Yeah. <laughs> Two, like you're saying, man, time has flew by. And I, and I could have, and I should have. Man, I wish I would have. <laughs> but it's late now. Oh. It's yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. You so, do what you can. You give them what you can give them, and I hope they they they're gonna be all right. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> and you know, have that leaving the nest conversation. You know, um, letting that child know I I tried to do everything right by you. Um, I did the best that I could. Um, 
I hope that you are ready to get out there and be on your own. And, you know, because kids, when, when, when we've done that, a child will come back and say, dad, thank you for those, those talks or mom, thank you for teaching me how to do whatever, how to keep my, treat myself rather than wait for a man to treat me, you know, having that, self-worth and feeling confident about who you are and not waiting for someone else to do it. And that's the best feeling because both of our boys have done that at different times of saying that one, you know, took the time to write it, one verbally said it. Mm -hmm. And the neat thing is if when you get to that level, it doesn't stop. Like we do every other month family day, you know, just even if it's just eating a dinner together mm -hmm. of just being able to come together and brainstorm whatever you're going through. What are you right. going through? What's going on in your life? You know, and, and get together just to continue doing that. And them asking for our opinion. What do you think about this? Mm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. When a child comes back and asks, mom, what would you do? Dad, what would yeah, you do? That's or good. would you have done it differently? Um, then you know you you did good. You did good. <laughs> yeah. That's Very good. Yeah. That's gold yeah. right there. Yeah, gold standard. Mm -hmm. Gold standards. <laughs> it's been nice uh, and fun as always. Um, we at, uh, so we we um, we really appreciate um, you guys taking your time out of your busy schedule because I know you're busy, right? I know you're busy all week, and uh, so we thank you for sitting down with us, sharing these this wisdom, this enlightenment. And we're thankful. All right. We certainly enjoy it. It's our it. pleasure. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Enjoy, oh. And thank you for the platform mm -hmm. in order to do this. Well, until next time, we will see you later. And we want your life to be good. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. We want your life to be good. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, you guys. Thank you again. All right. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>